The 222 Podcast, episode 59, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, it's brought to you by Clingers Pubs. Choose which Clingers Pubs you're going to attend. That's the only tough choice you have to make. Three great options. You have the original Clingers on Carsonia. Stop by for daily specials and happy hours Monday through Thursday with $2 domestic drafts. That's Clingers on Carsonia on Carsonia Avenue in Pennside. You can also go to Clingers in Fleetwood. That's Clingers of Fleetwood, famous for more than 30 domestic and craft beers on tap and let's not forget about the brand new location clingers at the airport where you can enjoy everything from breakfast to a late night snack both clingers at the airport and clingers of fleetwood offer daily happy hours with dollar off draft beers and special wisely choose one of three great clingers locations to find out more about each and every one of these locations visit them on the web that's clingerspubs.com clingerspubs.com and you can also You can also go ahead and like each one of them on Facebook, Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, and Clingers at the airport. All three have their very own Facebook pages, and they're just waiting for you to click on over and like them. So, Robbie, we are back in the basement studio here at 222 World Headquarters for another, and right now it's a sunny edition as some sun streams through the windows down here, and as we look over at the window, I'm a little disgusted at myself because you can see uh, (laughs) the amount of spider webs that have been made by whatever arachnid is living down here just in the last week because those were not there last week the spiders are bad this, yeah and they're this busy. summer i mean they're all over the place our base my basement is the same way it's just there's there's webs there's they're swinging everywhere yeah it's bad look at that thing that thing did some work that thing was very very busy and you see like it's it's that old-timey like basement window deal where yeah. it's kind of like there's a little windowsill and there's this little like boxed area that the window is in. It's very old timey basement. And it's really near the ceiling because we're downstairs in the basement. Yeah. So I don't know why they always built windows like that. Like why does a basement need a window? But uh, there it is, and those always are like just magnets for yeah, those spiders. Yeah, look at that thing. Yeah, there's. I'm uh, a little scared for our lives. Yeah, I hope. Uh, well, maybe it's a uh, maybe Tom Holland's gonna swing down in here. Oh, we'll get bit, and maybe we'll be Spider-Man. I, well, I don't think. It, I don't think if Tom Holland bites you. No, I mean the spider would bite us. Oh, the spider. Yeah, and then we can be like Tom Holland. Do you think there is a Oscorp spider hanging out in my basement? I'm hoping. <laughs> That'd be fun. No, I don't. Uh, I don't need that kind of pressure because you know what kind of. <laughs> do you know what kind of pressure you're under to fit in that outfit and look good in that outfit? Well, it doesn't matter because whatever it's whatever you're bit by helps you. You know, keep that figure. It helps your. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. You can eat like it, it ups your metabolism, yeah, does it? Yeah, exactly. Cream puffs and it's it's you know abs. So you could eat whatever you wanted. Yeah. So I could eat wings and French fries. Yeah, doesn't every matter. single day of my life doesn't matter. Now, what about cholesterol? Nope, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nope. You never yeah. heard of Spider-Man having high no, cholesterol. No, it's not like he's taking Lipitor. Yeah. That's something Batman has to worry about. Yeah, because he's human. He's human. And he's getting old. What about Superman? No. He's probably no. good, too. Yeah, he's good. He's good. The Flash, the, he, he's so fast, you know. He can outrun cancer. Yeah, exactly. So these being a superhero, not only do you have a pretty great life because you have a superpower yeah. and you know you can star in your own movies and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But you don't have to worry about like disease. No. No disease. Unless you're Batman. Unless you're Batman. He's the only one. And then he's probably, let's face it, he's got at least tetanus. Well, probably. Yeah. Some kind of, like, MRSA or something. Yeah, he's... But he's no no, no cholesterol. No. He's, he's fit. He is fit. Very fit. We saw him in uh, Batman v Superman lifting that big tire and swinging the sledgehammer. Yeah. Look good. Yeah. Good for Goodwill hunting. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, it's a different guy, but he's, you get it. Yeah, he's coming back, too. Yeah. Lots and lots yeah. of stuff to get into here on episode like 59. The first thing we're going to do, yeah. uh, whenever we get a, a snack that is given to us to sample, I like to start off the show with it. So we're going to get into this. We're going to start the show with a snack from our buddy Jude, and then we're going to end the show with a trip into the New Zealand box. Do not let me. This is your only responsibility for the next hour. Okay. Before the show ends... Do not let me reach into the New Zealand box. So we're going to have four snacks today. We're going to have four snacks. We'll do these as quickly as we possibly can. So this is Stone Fire Authentic Flatbreads, I guess non-crisps, non. N-A-A-N, non-crisps. And this is Tandoori Spice. That's an Indian spice. We spent years perfecting the authentic recipe for our Stone Fire non-flatbread. The same quest for authenticity drove the creation of our Stone Fire non-crisps. Flame-baked using no artificial preservatives, Stonefire non-crisps are a versatile snack, and when they're paired with your favorite dips or enjoyed plain, right out of the bag. We present them to you 
with the same promise of great taste and authenticity as all of our Stone Fire products. What does that mean? I don't know. Authenticity and pride. What does that mean? It's authentic. But I know what it means. <laughs> what does that mean as far as like they're presenting this to us with authenticity? I have no idea. It that just it, sounds good. Well, it's not like it's a potato chip. No. They're saying it's a non-potato chip. Is that what non, they're saying? I don't know. <laughs> non, this is non-potato non. <laughs> chips. All right, reach Have you here. ever had Indian food? Uh, yes, I like Indian food. I, just, I love chicken curry. Well, here's stuff. the thing. If you like spicy food, yeah, you like Indian food. Right away, I'll tell you what this tastes like. I'm not impressed by this because all they did was take a piece of flatbread, and then they covered it with the powder that comes inside a Speaking cup of, of spider. Look, you're getting bit. That comes inside a, a cup of noodles. Yeah. Ah! Oh, I just killed a spider on my prep work. You almost became Tom Holland. I did. Um. <laughs> they're good, but they're just eh. yeah. But all this—it's is... been done. It's just the powder from the cup of noodles thing that you get it like a, a little styrofoam cup. You put some hot water yeah. in, and mix it around. Yeah, that's all it is. Wait, I'm, I expect to look in here and see some dried peas and carrots. Yeah, floating around. Let's pour some hot water in there. Yeah. I, I love cup of noodles. They're so bad, but they're so good. I'm more of a fan of the ramen. Really? Oh, do I like the cup? Because then you just drink the cup. Now, when you when I do the ramen. I, I go sans any of the uh, seasoning, and I pour all the water out. So I just have the noodles. I don't need, like, a soup. Oh, uh, okay. Then I put some soy on there, mm. some soy sauce. Mm, I'll try that. I yeah. like the broth. See, I don't like the broth. I yeah. like the broth, but I like to eat them that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're good. They're, they're they're okay. They're not anything special. I'll give them a three. Like, if the bag's here, and we open it on, like, a poker night, Yeah. and the beers are flowing, and yeah. the snacks are going down, I will eat those. Yeah, I'm going to give them a three as well. They're just average to me. Yeah. It's been done. It's nothing fancy. They no. act like it's something new, but it's just like a non-potato chip snack. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of fun. It's a bucket of okay. It's kind of Indian cuisine-ish. Yes. I would wish it would have more of that spice. Yes. You know what I mean? I think if that would that would make it a little better. I need a little more Steph Curry in yeah, there as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Episode 59 of the 222 Podcast. We've got lots to get into. Uh, there is uh, some Dunkin' Donut stuff I want to talk about. I have here in my hand the uh, worst five uh, meals, or some of the worst meals you can possibly eat calories-wise that I'm going to run past uh, our buddy Robbie here. We also have another edition of Riley's Roundup <laughs> that we want to get into, and, and a bunch of other things. This is going to be a fun episode. It's episode 59 of the 222 Podcast, and it gets started right now. All right, flight directors, I want the go-no-go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Yes, and welcome, welcome, uh, welcome to this Saturday morning. You'll hear it on a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. You can listen to whatever you want. It's a podcast edition of the 222 Podcast. My name is Mike. He is Robbie, and we've got lots and lots and lots of stuff to get into today, of course, since it is two guys, two drinks, and two snacks. We will also hop into our two new drinks and two new snacks for the day. And unfortunately for Robbie, here's the thing. It's been a busy couple of days. I've been running around. I had a couple uh, days off from work, and that screws up. Whenever I take days off, it screws up my routine. Yeah. And I kind of forgot that I needed to have a drink and a snack for the podcast. Mm -hmm. So the snacks were here. But drink-wise, I had to go into the fridge and find something that I hadn't tried yet, which I had a, a variety pack of a beer. Okay. You're not going to like the beer. Oh, that's not the first time. <laughs> yes, but I feel bad bringing this <laughs> I don't know, each and every time to the table because you're not going to like it. Um, 
I've done that before though. You know, like, oh man, I forgot a drink. Yeah. And I'm like, I open up the you know the beer fridge. I'm like, oh, okay, we didn't try this yet. <laughs> yeah, that's what it boils down <laughs> that's to. It's no big deal. So that's what we have in there. I don't think you're gonna like. It. It's a double IPA. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> can I just give it a zero now? Oh, no, it's, I, I don't know. what. It, maybe you can because I have never had it. So we'll have to find out what it's going to be like. But uh, we'll jump into that coming up a little bit later on. We also have a bunch of fun stuff. Plus another fun edition of uh, Riley's Roundup. And uh, Riley, I'm just going to say this, takes a shot directly across the bow once again At me. of one Robbie Lessing. Ooh. So we'll have to see how this goes. I like it. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the program. As I said, I've had a, a couple of days off, so I've been ooting the boot, uh, kind of running around, doing some things, take a couple of, took a, take a couple, I've taken a couple of day trips over the last handful of days, and uh, on Thursday we went down to the Franklin Institute again, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. I'll tell you about that. Yesterday I went down to Casino and hung out at uh, Harris Chester, and uh, I don't want to get too much into the whole casino thing. I had a uh, good day yeah. at the end of it when it was all said and done didn't go real well at times but that is uh that's casinoing that's gambling it's up and down and things cannot go your way but i've played poker in a lot of poker rooms whether it's new jersey whether it's pennsylvania whether it's las vegas i've played at harrah's uh down in uh, ac Mm -hmm. i've played at caesar's in ac i've played at trump in ac when it was taj mahal i played the showboat i played at the trop (laughs) i've played in vegas in numerous casinos i played at uh hollywood casino played at sands played at just about anywhere you can play and one of the places i hadn't gone to yet was harris chester Mm -hmm. which is an interesting part of the Philadelphia, greater Philadelphia area. I heard it's a little shady. It's a little shady, yeah. and the best part is, as you're driving there, basically you come off the road, and it's correctional facility, and then casino. <laughs> Makes sense. Like, if you just, if, <laughs> if you knock off the casino, you only have to go a block over. Yeah, no gas. To your they new just, home. They just walk you over. They just grab you by the scruff of your neck, yep. and they drag you to the correctional facility. Done. No muss, no fuss. <laughs> Put you right in the clink. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's really, it's something else. I mean, you drive... Right by it. Literally right by it. And then you get to the casino. Is that really the eye appeal they were going for? I don't know why they put, especially like a Harris. I don't know why the casino, like of all the places they have chosen to put casinos, like I get like the Hollywood Casino up at Penn National because it's near Harrisburg, right? I get that. I get the Sands Bethlehem. Beautiful casino up there. Right up near the Lehigh Valley. You get people from Jersey and the northern Jersey, maybe New York area. I totally get that. I don't get the Harris. I get Sugar House. Yeah. That's right in Philly. And it's right on the river. It's kind of nice. I, I've never been there, but I, I don't heard. get the Harris Chester. Yeah. Chester's not even a good area to no. begin with. I no. mean, it's just, it's bad. It, I mean, it, it is what it is. Some areas are good. Some areas are bad. It was definitely an interesting trip down there. Uh, had a good time. Played some cards. Again, I've played at a lot of tables. A lot of, I've seen a lot of chips in my day. This was by far the grossest chips I have ever seen in my poker playing career uh, over the last 15 years or so since I started playing. them, isn't there? If these chips were ever washed in the history of their being, I would be shocked. There was a guy to my right, and I was trying to shuffle the chips because it's I have that's I like yeah, to do that. I like to shuffle tick. them. It's a tick that I have when I'm at the table. And I was trying to shuffle the chips, and they were so sticky oh. and so gross that you really had to like work to shuffle them. And um, I thought that was bad. There was a guy to my right who was trying to bet, and he was trying to throw some chips in. They were literally stuck together. They would not come apart when he was trying to bet. That's disgusting. Same thing happened. Jude went with me, our buddy Jude, who brought these uh, average chips, yeah. and he uh, <laughs> he was trying to bet. He told me later, at one point, he accidentally bet too much because a bunch of st- chips stuck together See, when he threw them in the pot. That's the problem there. Okay, it's gross. I get it. But when it starts, you know... Interfering with your betting. No. That, that's an issue. The first and foremost problem is it's gross, especially when you're sitting there. <laughs> and all I'm thinking about is how, like, what is growing. Like, there's some sort of bacteria oh. growing on this chip. But how uh, chip. are they so sticky? Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. But then I'm watching a guy. And this was the, like, at every poker table, maybe not every table, but every third table in a poker room. And in every tournament you play, we were playing in a tournament to start things off. There is a guy who's watched too much TV, so he's got his hat on. And there's nothing uh, wrong with that. I wear a hat. I wear a hat every day of my life. I know what you're He doing. had his hat on. He had his sunglasses on. He had his big Bluetooth headphones on. And he's sitting there taking 30, 40, 50 seconds to make every single decision, whether it's pre-flop, post-flop, 
on the river to bet, to raise, to check, no matter what it was. He's playing super slow, and he's sitting over there already annoying the living daylights out of everyone at the table. And then after one break, he comes back with some burger from the Steak Shack, and he's eating the burger while touching with his hands oh. while touching the chips. And all I want to do, it takes everything in my power not to get up from that table, raise my hands over my head, and just run out of the casino screaming. That's disgusting. Like I Can you only imagine what that man is ingesting? Well, here's the thing. That's his payback. <laughs> Today is his payback for being a jerk store at the poker table. Yeah, but he probably has an iron constitution, and it probably won't even bother him. That's true. I mean, it probably, he probably, no, again, no muss, no fuss. I'd be pale and oh sweating. Oh, my gosh. I would have, have some kind of bacterial infection that no one has heard of. I wouldn't even made it home. They would have sent me down to the stables with the horses <laughs> who raced there. They'd be like, "You can't do this yeah, in our building. Just you stay here." Yeah, I'm, we're going to either bring in the hazmat team, or you have to go out and do it in the stalls with the horses I th- because it is terrible. And I thought I saw something where the casinos have like a chip washer. They have chip washers. I mean, so that couldn't have happened today no. or yesterday. No, I mean, one. I mean, this is years and years of just human grossness that is now like caked. Onto these chips. And those chips are poker tournament specific Yeah, chips. they're not even cash games. I play in the cash game later, and these are the chips that can move from you know your poker to your uh, blackjack to your roulette, whatever you want to do. They were not as bad, but they were still not good. And the table, by the way, like I enjoyed the people we played with down there were great. The dealers were great, but the equipment was really, really terrible. The table wasn't even like a felt. It was almost like... A canvas. It was really weird, like a burlap sack that was stretched out over top of the table. See, and that's depressing. That's the reason a lot of these casinos don't have like what Vegas has, obviously. But I mean, it, we woke, woke up one morning. It was really early. It was like seven o'clock in the morning, and they were refelting the tables. They can refelt the table, and it, it took them I've five seen, minutes. I've seen them do it at Sands. It's insane, and they flip it. It's boom, 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 flip, 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 Yeah, your table. I mean, the it, rail comes off. Uh, they flick the rail off with the tool, whatever they have. Then they just rip the old one off. They take it. They staple it on because yeah. it's already pre-cut, and they yeah. do it like you said, five ten minutes. Yeah, no, and the no problem. That bothers me is they're making so much money. Yeah. Keep up with this stuff. I mean, you know, come on. Wash the chips. That's gross. It, it, the chips were gross, the t- and the table was sticky, too. Like, you know, you couldn't just flick your table, flick your cards across the table and slide them across. They would go, like, maybe three inches. Well, and that's also and dangerous sticky. with betting, too, because what you're doing is, I mean, they could. that's a possibility of uh, flipping. You know what I mean? Flipping the cards. So My buddy Mike is commenting on our Facebook Live page. You want to read that? <laughs> you have a face for radio. I don't know. How, I'm not sure who that is. Uh. That's my buddy Mike DiMartino. So that, that that's you. That's to me. Okay. Yeah. Kidding, of course. You're an Adonis. You're an Adonis. Thank you. But we had a good time, and uh, you know, came back. Both of us, me and Jude, both came back with more than we started with, which is always a good, uh, good uh, sign. When that you makes go all the bacteria it. worth it. it doesn't, yeah. I let me tell you, I washed my hands like a fiend every time I went to the bathroom. I'm surprised you don't have hand sanitizer. Yeah, but there's no fighting it. Like, how can you have to touch the chips? You have to touch the cards. You have to touch the table. Yeah, but, yeah, it's true because I mean it, it's every hand you're touching something. Yes, the so, car, I mean the cards are gross because the chips from sliding. The, yeah, and the cards touch the felt, and the felt touches your hand. It's and, a, it's yeah. a, and then you see guys going to the bathroom. I said this before, like you go in the bathroom and you see guys do their business in the bathroom and then just walk right out without <sighs> washing their hands. So it's just an entire like I should just when I go to a casino, I know it doesn't work. Uh, well, maybe I could only do better. I I, I should just go blindfolded. Yeah. Not look at cards, not look at chips. Wear gloves. Just blindly. Wear white gloves, like the kind of gloves the guy who walks around with the Stanley Cup wears. Yes. Those classy yep. white felt gloves almost. Yeah. And then I could just throw them away when and I walk out. Why wouldn't out. you? I mean, if this guy can wear sunglasses in the building, you know, with a, with a minimal buy-in game, you should wear gloves. Should I wear gloves and one of those face masks yes. like Michael Jackson used yeah. to wear when he would go but around town? But you shouldn't town? wear those gloves. You should wear, like, big, like, snow gloves. Like, just, <laughs> just big old, yeah. like, mittens. <laughs> And just sit like this <laughs> the, whole, the whole time with your hands up or just waiting for good cards. I'm going to go in wearing one of those suits that the guys wore at the end of E.T. when they stormed the house. Yes. Yeah. Or I'm going to go in in a bubble, like the bubble boy <laughs> that just has two hands sticking out. I look over. There yeah. you go. I start thinking about, and there's these guys who play in the World Series of Poker, and you know, uh, you know, know, they're they're great poker players, but they have like physical ailments, uh, whether they were in an accident or they have some sort of uh, disease where they just can't use their arms and their legs or whatever the case may be, and they have people with them who show them their cards, and then they tell the people what to bet. 
right? Oh. Because they they physically can't play yeah. poker with their arms and their and their <laughs> bodies, but their minds work great. So they have someone who's not allowed to make any kind of decisions. All they can do is lift the cards up and put the money in. That's all they can do. They can't tell them I've never check seen bet. Yeah. That. So uh, I'm going to bring one of those people with me. There you go. Yeah, just someone to handle the cards yeah. and the chips. There you go. I think that would make my life a lot easier. That would make you less stressful. Less stressful because I would I, half the time all I'm like when I'm not in a hand, all I'm thinking about is that's all that's running through my and mind. I, can, I know you. You're, you can feel the bacteria growing. Oh. Like, you're just crawling up your hands. Well, I feel every it. time I go to shuffle the chips and I have to push so hard, I'm like, what? How comes my chips at home that I paid a hundred dollars for for the set? Yeah. Are so much better than those. I mean, these definitely not used as hard, but it's still the point. They're terrible. They're just terrible, and I don't understand it. Casinos, no one's listening, but if you work at a casino, know anybody who runs a casino, wash the chips once every year. Yeah, and forward this on. If, if you work at a casino or know someone, just forward this on. Once a year. Yeah. That would make a just huge difference. Down. <laughs> Bring the fire department in and just do their worst. Lord. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, uh, one other quick thing that I saw when I was out and about. Uh, we like to, or I like to, bring light here on the show. I feel like we are slowly developing segments and little uh, features for each show. Like, we have Riley's Roundup now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I also want to have this little inconsiderate corner yeah. where we put the light on inconsiderate people and things they do when they're only thinking of themselves yes i was out uh at a wawa mm-hmm. and i was getting gas okay now i'm waiting in line to get gas and i noticed that at three of these pumps and it isn't 1985 anymore where there was just like four pumps at every gas station gas stations now have like 20 pumps yeah like there's plenty of pumps for people to come to and get there gas are. so if it's full like, you have to take notice. Yeah. But there's some people in this world who park their car at the gas pump, get out, uh, pump their gas, and then yes. when there are people waiting, like at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, a very busy time for a gas station rush hour, they will run inside and linger longer in the Wawa getting sodas, getting snacks, ordering a hoagie, it's and rude. they're in there for five, six, seven minutes. Meanwhile, we're all out here dying because all we want to do is get our gas and get home. Yeah. I don't understand these people. Like, I will do that. Like, last night on the way home from the casino, I stopped at Wawa at, like, 9 o'clock, right? There was nobody else there. It was, like, three other cars. Yeah. So 17 pumps were clear. So that's when I left my car there. I ran in. I got a drink and a bag of popcorn, and then I came back out to my car. I was gone two minutes. But there's some people that I don't understand. What is your thought process? you got to have some sort of uh, some sort of just feelings towards the fellow humans in your world, don't you? I would think so. And here's the problem. And every one of our complaints are all come back to people think they're in their own world. Yes. They have no idea. Well, they don't think past themselves. Yeah. Their their actions affect no one else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, well, I'm, I'm on this earth by myself. I'm going to, you know, wait 10 minutes and order a hoagie and wait these people make these people wait for gas. That, that If you're running in for a drink, I can even do a drink. If you're just grabbing a drink. But you can't you cannot leave your you can't be more than five feet away from your car if there are people waiting. They, now they need to have they need to have gas pump police that are out there. <laughs> your car. That no they should just write you a ticket. Yeah, there but, should be monetary fines if you leave your car, if you get more than ten feet away from your car at any point when there's someone else waiting in line to use a gas like pump. Like the police at the airport. Who make you when you're trying to pick yes. someone up and they're like, yes, nope, nope, we gotta go, we gotta yeah. go. Yeah, that's what needs to happen so, at Wawa. Wawa needs to hire some security guards, give them a badge, and give them a taser. Don't mess around. Oh, yeah. A taser. And if you get more than 10 feet from your car, it's gonna cost you 50 bucks and a thing, and but, you're gonna get tased. But tase the whole car, so you tase the whole family. Tase the whole car. That's what you should do. <laughs> a car taser. Yeah. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. It just drops out from above. Well, it's attached to the thing. It has its own little, like, you know, little arm, and you just, the whole, the whole family. Like, if I've gone in, if I've done the move where there's three, like, pumps open, and I think I'm going to quick run in, and then I come out, and all of a sudden there was a mad rush, I'm just, like, I'm yelling, I'm sorry! Everyone, I'm sorry! I didn't mean, there was no one here when I went in! I'm so sorry! Yeah, it's, it, but at least you're apologetic about it. The guilt gets to me. Well, also, I've I've pumped gas, and I've had Leah, you know, kind of stand there and say, hey, can you watch this? I'm going to run in and grab us a, a, a soda or two. And that's not that's yes. the pr- well, polite that's thing to do. Yes. And Julie's done that for me. She's running, gotten the drinks while I pump the gas. But then as soon as I'm done pumping, I move the car into a parking space and then wait for Julie to come out of the store and look confused when I'm not there, which is always fun. Yeah, that's fun. That's always fun. That's a great maneuver. We once <laughs> dropped my brother-in-law off uh, at a grocery store. It was me. 
uh, Julie's brother, Jared, and then Julie's sister's husband, Bryant. We were making a run to the Surefine up in Huntington. Classy organization. Oh, I bet. And we were running down there, and Jared was going to run in, and we dropped him off and said, we're gonna, we'll are gonna, be right over here. So we parked, he went in, and then we quick moved and went like a block down where we could see him come out the front door. And all That's you so see mean. is him come out, and he's like, you just see his arms flailing up in the air. He's like, you can see him looking around. You can see his mouth going, you can only imagine what curse words are flying out of there, like very loud. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. Good times. People suck. Speaking of, thank you very much. I, uh, Not you people. Well, in that instance, we did. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, just rude people. Speaking of uh, having snacks and drinks while you're in the car, uh, we've heard a lot of uh, states have these laws now where you can't mess with your phone while you're driving, and thank goodness for that. But now Washington State is not only putting – they're the first state, actually, that put the don't text law into effect, but now they're making it even stricter. And on top of that, not only can't you use your phone at all while you drive, like even at a stop sign or a stoplight, now you cannot eat – while driving no eating while driving or putting makeup on which i totally uh, totally uh understand or you can't drive with a pet on your lap they're restricted they're called secondary offenses and they're going to run with a 99 dollar fine according to a washington state patrol trooper if i see you speeding and as you speed by me i see that you're eating a big old cheeseburger that's a secondary so you got to watch out for that if you're in washington you can now not eat drink have a pet in your lap, or put on makeup while you drive. Two of those things, actually, you know what? Three of those things I agree with. I don't think you should have pets in your lap no, while you drive. It's dangerous. I don't think you should put any makeup on while you drive. And nothing good comes from eating like a cheeseburger while you drive. If you want to have a bag of popcorn that's what I'm yeah. or a bag of pretzels or even like a soft pretzel, that's one thing because it's a one-handed job. Yeah. But you're eating a big, big, juicy cheeseburger and like a tomato comes oozing out of the bottom, falls on your lap, it's all over, Sally. Yeah. I've also seen people like go to Taco Bell and they're driving with one hand and, like, yeah. and an elbow and opening like a sauce packet and then like trying to put the sauce packet on the taco while they're driving. I'm like, this is going to end badly. I was on 422 <laughs> last night badly. coming home. It was, again, 9, 930 at night till I was coming home uh, on 422. And I'm in the left lane and there's someone doing 50 in the left lane. I'm like, what is this woman doing? I get up around her. I look at her. She's got her cell phone out, right? And she's using the light from her cell phone to look in her rearview mirror and apply makeup Ugh. as she's driving down the street. I, I don't under. And La- she was weaving all over the place. I stepped on it, floored by her, and got as far away from her as I humanly Ladies, possibly could. If you want to email us, 222MNR gmail.com. Yes. And just let us know why the makeup in the car happens. I don't, under- I, I don't understand. I don't shave in the car. I mean, I think that's the equivalent of a man. But here's the thing if you and I don't shave, we go to work. And we have hair on our face. There are women, if they're running late, they're not going to not have makeup on when they go to work. But, or leave the house or go out at night. But what what does that look like when you're driving? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's, it's, it's a good place to be applying makeup. Well, no one's that good a driver. I mean, like Jeff like, Gordon wouldn't apply makeup like, as he's like going down the highway. Like one line or whatever that is called is like up to your ear. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you, you, your lipstick is up your nose. Everything like, comes out gothic. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look like Harley Quinn when you get to work. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I really just don't get it. All right, six one zero. Oh, <laughs> I was gave no the phone number. I almost gave the phone number to the radio station. Can you imagine people calling Monday? <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Let's jump into our drinks and our snacks before we get into uh, some other stuff here on this episode of the Two Twenty Two Podcast. That's an old uh, radio trick when you want to segue. Yeah, give the phone numbers. It's a nice yeah. little uh, break, and I went to uh, fall into my old habits and. <laughs> No. Nope, not on the radio. Not here. gonna do it. All right, drinks and snacks. Do you want your drink or your snack first? Uh, let's do the snack. All right, you got your snack. I'm looking forward to this. You brought this last week, and it's yeah. just been sitting here. Very tough to, uh, very tough to kind of avoid these in the basement. So we've had these before. We've had this brand before. We've had the everything. It's the uh, the snack flat, factory. Yeah, the snack factory pretzel chips, and this one is buffalo wing. Now, is this a Store brand or is this an actual like brand that's out there? This is a brand that's out there. You can get these anywhere. Okay. I mean, well, anywhere the carrot, they they have multiple flavors. It's not specific to one brand. Let me get a uh, a plate here. All right, throw some on there. That's enough. There you go. All All right. Right. We can probably share those. Yeah, that's we can a lot. do that. Yeah. This is my breakfast. Mmm. Smells like buffalo wing. Now pretzel and buffalo is a weird combination. It works. Now this is a. I think this is a sweet buffalo. Mm-hmm. 
This is a very uh, blue cheesy buffalo. Yeah. They're good. I like them. You know, at first when you look at them, because they don't have a lot of flavoring on them, you think they're not going to have enough buffalo flavor. Yeah. But I think it's just enough to kind of uh, cut into the pretzel. I like. I do like them. I enjoy them. It's not overpowering. No. It's not too spicy. Nope. No, it's good. Yeah. You like uh, them. Yeah, I like them a lot. Normally, I'd want more spice, but for some reason, the sweetness of this with the very dull spice does work. And, you know, I'm not a huge pretzel guy, like hard pretzel, but these thins really do it for me. I, I like them. them. I'm a huge pretzel guy. I like pretzels in every shape, form, and uh, this one uh, is pretty good as well. I, yeah. I think that's uh, that's a lot better. I will tell you this. They're going to get a higher score than the non-crisps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not to bash the non-crisps. Thanks, but, Jude. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Jude. <laughs> thanks for nothing. Uh, you went back to an old standard. We're, I guess we're just kind of making our way through all the different brands of the bottled coffee, are we? Yeah, I mean, it, this is new, so every time I see a new one, I'm like, we got to try it. And this is a new flavor that we have not tried, almond toffee. Almond toffee. I'm a fan of toffee. Big fan and of toffee. And it's from the Gold Peak. They have really good teas. I've never heard of them making coffee. I thought they were only a tea yep, company. Me too. And so this is brand new. And right. um, let me get some cups here. All right. Does it? It's a uh, almond toffee coffee drink, real cream, real sugar. So I'm not going to have too much of this. Uh, oh, good. Cold brewed. Oh, see. So here we go. This, so Mike's already going to hate this it. This scam continues. <laughs> I don't hate it. I just think you, you know, hate it. There's a sucker born every minute. Is what I think. <laughs> Ooh, it smells nice. P.T. Barnum of coffees right here. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. That is really good. I'm a ho- I'm a huge toffee fan. I'm a huge almond fan. And here's the thing. I don't know how they do it. These coffees hmm. are some of the creamiest drinks and the smoothest drinks I know, it's like, it's, I've ever had. It's really chocolate milk. We say it every time. It's truly chocolate milk. Yeah, it's adult chocolate milk. It's really quite good. That's really quite good. Yeah, I'm... I... It's... I, it's good. It's it's just okay for me. I think the other ones are better. But I think second, it, again, it depends what you like flavor wise. Yeah, true. They did have a salted caramel, but I didn't get it because I'm like, I want to try this new. Here's new the thing: flavor. if we put almond toffee and salted caramel and did a blind taste test, could we tell the difference? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to my drink first because I want to give you a chance to cleanse your oh, palate. Yeah. So we're going to go with my drink I have from Southern Tier. So this is our second Southern Tier in a row. Again, this is out of that same sampler uh, pack that we had. This is the Two Times Smash Double India Pale Ale brewed only with Mosaic Hops and Special Pale Malt. So we're going to dive into this. Speaking of beer, uh, on the part of our Franklin Institute trip, after we did some learning and some science, we went to the uh, Yards Brewery. Oh, well, why not? And had a beer. Uh, and had a nice little snack and uh, hung out for a couple minutes. We had a great time there. I had a new grapefruit pale ale that they had there, which was very Ooh. good. Yeah, See, I don't like grapefruit as a fruit. I don't either. But in beer, yes. I love it. It's a great little citrus cutter is what it boils down to. All, All right. right, so here you go. Uh, you're not going to like this. Uh, brewed and canned by Southern Tier Brewing Company. They're up in New York, by the way. Go but ahead. Last week was the Citra Hop one, This right? was the Citra Hop pale ale and last I, week, which I like was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Was All right, very here we good. go. Dive in there. It's painful. I love watching watching Robbie drink a pale ale. It's great. Oh, that's I, just good. That's it, not even hoppy. It's, it's just not, smooth. It's not as bad as the other ones, but that punch just kills me because I can't. Every time I'm getting punched in the mouth, like every sip. It's great. It's really good. Really quite good. Great job on the Southern Tier. One of the few uh, sampler packs, I, I get hot and cold on them because there's so many times in a sampler pack that you'll like three <laughs> of the beers and then hate one of them and then it stays in the fridge and you try to give it to friends. We've talked about this before. Yeah. That was that one, one you hate. This one, I, I, I'm, it's a four for four deal where all four are really good beers. And they might have five in there. All five are really good beers. Yeah. All right, my snack for the day. What are your feelings on regular Pepperidge Farm goldfish? Oh, I love them. I love gold. I know they're supposed to be for kids. Uh, like you get them for like toddlers and little kids. But my wife will occasionally get a giant box at Sam's Club, mm-hmm. and I think I eat more of the goldfish than my daughter does. Every time I walk by, I grab a handful and I pop it in my mouth. They're such a perfect snack. It's like the, you're cheating on a, cheating on a cheese. It it really is. But it's just fun to eat because it like pops in your because it's like that like hollowness. They're fun. I like them. They are delicious. These are uh, one of the other goldfish. Goldfish flavor jobbers they got out there. This is goldfish mix, honey mustard, 
and pretzel and open here my ass. I mean, <laughs> just use your teeth. I mean, what the heck? What the hell is happening here? They why do they make these bags? Hermetically sealed that I can't get into them without the pr a proton pack from the Ghostbusters. They, they don't want you to eat them. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Buy them. There you go. Uh, these are honey mustard and pretzel. So you got honey mustard oh. goldfish and the popular pretzel goldfish. And it appears to me that there's two honey mustard for every pretzel. Yeah. At I'm, least from the first. And I'm going to go separate at first. You're going to separate. I'm going to separate. I'm going to do the uh, the honey. This I want honey mustard first. Pretzel. Very honey mustardy. Mm-hmm. Just pretzely. Now I'm gonna go both here. The handful's the way to go. Yeah, they're better together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is very good. The funny thing is, usually there's more pretzels in these mixes. Yeah. And this is the reverse. They want more honey mustard. Very good. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go through our rankings here. We'll start with your snack factory pretzel crisps, buffalo wing party size. What do you got? They're really good. I'm gonna give them a four. I, I really like them, and I would I would eat that whole bag. I would eat that whole bag. I don't think they're outstanding. I think they're really good. They're just a solid snack. I'm gonna give them a three and a half, three point five yeah. for the Snack Factory Pretzel Crisp. Again, um, if they're at a party, I'm gonna devour them, but I'm probably not gonna run out and buy them. They would be good with some dip. Like Look, you get some kind of like um like a blue uh, blue cheese dip maybe. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. How about your uh, Gold Peak Coffee Almond <clears throat> Toffee Coffee Drink? I think we are going to have different ratings for this one. Yeah, I'm going to give this a three. Um, I like it, but it's not as good as the other ones I've given fours and fours and a half. Now, do you think it's the coffee itself or the flavor? I don't know. I think it might be the flavor. Because between Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and now Gold Peak, like if you're looking at how it tastes, like the feel of it, like the creaminess, yeah. I think they're all fantastic. Yeah. I think it all depends on which flavor you like, which flavor you want. If you put... These in a row, I don't think I could tell Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, or Gold Peak. They, they, to me, they all seem like kind of the same recipe. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I think it's just flavor. I, it's just not doing it for me as much. I, I, I like. We like to try the salted caramel and see how that one works. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. What did I say? Three and a half. Three. Three. three? Yeah, I give it a three. I'm gonna give it a four. I liked it a lot. The almond toffee. I, I'd even go maybe as hard as a four point two five. Wow. I, I'm a to I'm a toffee guy. I'm an almond guy. To me, that was a great combination. It was uh, delicious. Mm -hmm. On to my beer, the Southern Tier, two times. Smash Double India Pale Ale. Excellent beer, Southern Tier, really uh, jumping up on my brewery rankings. Uh, I'm going to give that a four. Really solid, really smooth. Uh, didn't blow me away by any stance. It's not going to be a four and a half or a five. I, I would prefer the Citra Hopped Pale Ale over it just because it's a much more drinkable beer, but that is a tasty beer. It's going to put you on your backside. I have to imagine this is pretty high in the ABVs, uh, 8.1 wow. ABV. So it's not terribly high, but it's up there. Uh, so you can only drink one or two of those before you're going to be lying down in the fetal position under a table. But I'm going to give it a, a four. I feel bad because I this is not my style. I mean, so don't anyone listen to me, but... Just in it, general. I'm going to... Yeah, don't listen to me. I'm going to give it a one and a half. One and a half! <clears throat> I just don't like it. <laughs> I mean, it's beer. That's why I got one and a half. I got a 1.5 just for being beer. I'm done with the double IPAs and IPAs in the show. I, I, no! No, I punched no, out. But I would like to try them because that, that Citra Hop one you would think I wouldn't like. That's a pale ale, though. That's true. No, but no, keep, because I want to broaden my horizon. You think one of these is going to be the gateway? I'm going to be like, ha! Ah. <laughs> You're going to have that moment? Yeah. The epiphany moment Bring for Robbie on. Lessig. And now the goldfish baked snack cracker mix honey mustard and pretzel. Not as good as the original goldfish, of course. Of course. But I'm going to give these a uh, three and a half. I'm with you. Three and a half. Yeah. Really good. I, again, you pour these in a bowl. Yeah, and they're at a party, and that's how I kind of rate most snacks. Or uh, if I'm sitting on a uh, sofa watching a TV show, yeah, I would shovel those into my mouth, no problem. See, we're snackers. I, I'm a huge. So snacker. truly, I mean, we give these rankings, and and I would not be, I would not go buy these, but if they're here. I got a poker night. Yeah. I'm just going to put it in my lap and just chomp away. Yeah, I wouldn't buy them for my normal snacking routine, but yeah. if I'm having a party, if I'm having a get-together, if you want to mix things up a little bit and have a little bit more than just your regular Doritos chips yeah. and stuff like that, I would definitely uh, maybe throw these out in a bowl. And that's how I think I, I rank my snacks. Is like, would, they put, would I put them in the snack rotation? If I would, they're getting the four or higher. Yeah. You know, if not, yeah, three. But I have a very, and we've talked about this, I have a very... Uh, it's hard to get into my snack rotation. Yeah, I got me my too. cheese curls, I got my popcorn, I got my Cheez-Its, and I've got my pretzels, and that's my snack rotation. Cheez-Its right now, I'm, I'm like, they have that big box at Sam's. Yes! Oh. 
The family size. So great. Well, the me size. The me size. It's not the family size. The Robbie size. Leah has Jesus. a few, but I mean, well, I got to feed the kid, but you know, whatever. Uh, hey, we mentioned Dunkin' Donuts not too long ago. And uh, how about this? Uh, we had the Coke brand getting rid of Coke Zero. We talked about that last week. Yeah. And now Dunkin' Donuts has announced they're going to open a new location out in Pasadena, California, and they're going to drop the donuts part of their name. They're just simply going to be called Dunkin'. It's something that the group is calling a test. They're also going to open up a few other stores that are going to get the one-name treatment as well. The chain wants people to think of its stores as a destination for coffee, uh, not just donuts, but it will continue to sell. Uh, So they are now going to be testing only being known as Dunkin'. I don't understand these companies that are so big, so huge, so successful. Is there a time in America where it's better to own either a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts. No, truly. I mean, it's it's they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And by the way, every time you go, have you ever walked into a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks and been the only person in there? No, I I posted a pic uh, to our Twitter about how I was cheating on Starbucks with with Dunkin' and it was fantastic. But I was at this the Bradley Airport in Connecticut. They have three terminals. Yeah. Every terminal had one. Had a Dunkin' Donuts. And one terminal had two. Had two. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's amazing. And they're all packed. Like you said, they're all packed. You go into Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, I was at a Dunkin' Donuts before work the other day at like, you know, sometime in the early five o'clock hour. And there were people inside the store just open ordering donuts. I went through the drive-thru. There was somebody in front of me in the drive-thru. It's always busy. It's Always. always full. I'm more surprised when there isn't seven cars lined up in the Starbucks oh, drive-thru yeah. down here off State Hill Road than I am when, uh, when, when, when if, if there be a nuclear attack. Yeah, like it's, it's just insane. it's insane how popular. Why do these companies that have great things? They're so successful, and they try to change these things. Yeah. It makes zero sense. Because to me. here's the thing: they have to. They're not just happy sitting around at a table counting money. That apparently gets old to them, so they're like, "Oh, let's change this and see if it makes more money." But but, of, it, but it doesn't make sense to me. Why? why? Of all the things to change, like I get you want to keep evolving as a company, but introduce a new change, flavor. Exactly. Why change your name? You have a brand. Everybody in the country knows Dunkin' Donuts. And if you change your name to Dunkin', guess what? Ninety percent of the comp- uh, the nation's still going to call you. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Plus, everybody makes a D and D run. Yeah. Yeah. You, exactly. You, people have made up their own lingo. Yeah. And this all goes back and to their logo, their their slogan, which is uh, America runs on Duncan. So they want that to be like the name. So that's why they simply want to go to Duncan. And here's the thing. If you don't like coffee and you like their donuts, you're going to go for donuts. Yeah. If, if you like coffee and donuts, you're going to go for the coffee and donuts. If you just like the coffee, you're going to go for coffee. It's not going to affect anyone, their interpretation of Duncan, Duncan Donuts. It's... You know, whatever. Plus, yep. some of these people you don't get it. Like some of these places, like they 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 have like egg sandwiches now, yeah. And they, all these different kinds of coffee. It's yeah. not just your black, your ice. They have the, the dumb cold brew we talked about, yeah, the culada thing. Yeah, whatever the heck they have. The, they have frozen coffee now. Yeah. So there's a thousand different things. I just don't understand the changing of or the bailing on successful things, things that work. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just, uh, maybe, but maybe that's why we're sitting in a basement. Like you have a brand. You know how hard it is to establish a brand. Well, look at this brand. <laughs> But it's seri- hard, but it's seriously, no, it, it it's really hard to establish a brand that like a mass audience recognizes. And I mean, I'd love to know how long they've been around. I mean, what? But Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, I mean, forever. I, uh, mean, I would guess 30, 40 years for sure. So for, it worked for that long, and yeah. all of a sudden they're like, eh. Well, and it, again, it takes some time. You, they just didn't open up and automatically, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think the first store was in the Boston area. And uh, I know it's, they're based in Massachusetts, so I think their first store was up in that area. And, you know, they started and they became more popular and more popular to eventually they, uh, you know, blew up into this nationwide juggernaut. Yeah, and I can see, like, like Kentucky Fried Chicken recently went to KFC because they wanted to eliminate the fried part. You I know guess. What I, mean? I get, I kind of understand that. You want America to be healthier, I understand, but come on. Dunkin' Donuts, first one. Guess you get take a guess on the decade. Let's just see if we can get the decade. Uh, I'd say how about the fifties? You're right. Nineteen fifty. Sixty seven years wow. ago is when the first Dunkin' Donuts opened up in wow. Quincy, Massachusetts. How about that? So it's worked for that long. Yeah, and now they're gonna change it <laughs> to Dunkin'. I don't understand I hope, it. it I, I don't think it'll stick. I think more people are going to be like us and hate it. Yeah, but they're all going to have this. I, it's not that I hate it. I, I honestly just don't get it. Like, it is a confusion thing for me. It's well, a confusion thing. And truly, 
I like you said, it's not going to affect us. No, I, we're not going to call it Duncan or or call it DD or what whatever. Here's what I want: just have your app work on a regular basis. Yeah, if the app works, you can call it Schmoes Blows, and I will come down there. Yeah. and buy your coffee. Exactly. And donuts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want. All right. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. That one was really kind of. I just don't. Again, these are things I just don't understand. I know. I just don't understand. Well, yeah. Uh, something else I just don't understand is our fascination with nostalgia. We love to go back and relive things that we uh, loved back in the '80s and the '90s. Like, there, this is such a big deal now that cassettes are coming back. I, I, like, you know, I understood the vinyl thing. Like, everybody thinks that it's a warmer sound, but there has never been audio delivered to us in a lower quality than when we were getting it on cassettes. Yeah, and now they're coming back. And to that throwback to the '80s and '90s, one of the top ten biggest summer tours is. The New Kids on the Block. Ticket sales for the late 80s, early 90s boy band. Recent 48-show, nine-week total package tour surpassed $40 million. That's insane. $40 million, And they're playing all the old favorites. Plus, they are throwing in some new songs, or what people like to call when they go to that concert, the bathroom break. Uh, second, uh, they're, only, uh, they're second on the weekly hot tours list to U2. That's insane. So U2 and... New Kids on the Block are your top two summer tours, and you know how it was featured on the you on the uh, excuse me the New Kids on the Block tour, hmm. Paula Abdul. Oh Lord! And Boys to Men. Well, I must say we saw Boys to Men in Vegas. Okay, and I would love to see Boys to it Men. It was on our honeymoon, and you know we grew up. And I'm like, I don't want to go to this this concert. They're they're old. Yeah, but they're great. Have you seen the Geico commercial? It is funny. Okay, the Geico commercial is great. And I'm like, they're they're not going to be dancing around. It's going to be you know a bunch of guys sitting on a stool crooning us i'm like i'm not into that i want to see a show i must say i ate my words they moved like they moved in the past they were they really moved and it was great leah had a fun she got a rose from the one guy yeah oh she which guy was it uh juan was it the guy i talked like how you doing it's it's with the the bigger guy yeah yeah, and she loves him and and he gave her a rose and it was it was it was pretty cool they they put on an amazing show did they sing motown philly did all the hits i love motown philly yes and they actually yeah quick story they you know the lone star song that big song that was for the wedding like you know the wedding lone star that country band oh yes amazed amazed okay so they told a great story they were telling. They set up the whole song, and they're like, "Well, you know, we 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 passed on this song at the time when we were really hot, and we didn't think it would be a big hit, and blah blah blah." They blah, passed blah. on a maze. They passed on it, and Lone Star picked it up, and they sang it then, in their version. And they were when they started singing it, and the whole crowd went, "Oh!" And the one guy put like the gun to his head. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the funniest thing. It was awesome. It was a great story. So compare the boys to men rendition of uh, Amazed to the Lone Star rendition of Amazed. Which one do you like better? I thought better? the voice of them was better. Yep. It's on, actually, it's on uh, Apple Music. It was, I think it's better. Is it? Yeah, I think I'll it's, it's, it's much more like R&B, obviously, because yeah, yeah. they have that feel. I mean, yeah. everything they do. I mean, that Geico commercial, when they sing oh, the word God. flatulence, oh, I, know. I tear up each and every time. And I mean, can you really call it a boy band anymore? I mean, the, the new kids, I mean, aren't they like a guy band they're or a, a man band? They're a nearly retired yeah, band. I mean, yeah, I mean, geriatric. A- AARP band. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, I know. Boys to men. Like when they sing, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, uh, dang it. I had something there, but I forget what it was. But th- that, that Geico commercial is, yeah. is great. Only, mm-hmm. only boys to men could make flatulence romantic. <laughs> I know. It works. God love the Geico commercials. They're so good. Yeah, you you want to hate them. Yeah, but they really are They're super so clever, and they get people to do things that you wouldn't in a million years yeah. think they would actually do. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So if you could bring one '80s or '90s band back, and I want to make fun oh. of this, but let's face it: in the last year, I've only seen well, last five years, I've only seen two concerts or two two groups in concert. I saw Garth twice, right? Yeah. That's a 90s throwback thing. Yeah. Because he's only he plays like one of his new songs and he only plays the hits that we all yep. want to hear. So I'm, you know, as much as I want to make fun of I'm doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And then a, a month or two ago, I went and saw Bare Naked Ladies. The same thing. The which were hot band. in the 90s and tw- yeah. 2000s. I'm only wanting to listen to stuff that was hot when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's just like music-wise, there's a certain age bracket that when you fall into that age bracket, whatever music you were into... Like, you'll occasionally like some new stuff. Yeah. But you're only going to have this emotional, physical, nostalgia attachment to, to this stuff. To that stuff that you listen to in that. I don't know if it's, what is it, 20, maybe even younger, 15 to 30? Yeah. Like that 15 year time period? Yeah. Is that it? I think so. I mean, because uh, I, I hate new music. I, mean, I really do. But I even I mean, like it. I might like new music, but I, I, I don't want to go see it. Yeah. There's no new artist 
that I want to go out and see. No, I mean like Huey, Huey Lewis. Yeah, for me. I mean, I saw them, and that was. I'd love to see th- you. That Lewis. was amazing. I mean, to me, I mean, that was amazing. And it was all, you know, there were no kids there. You know, it was all like 30 and older, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and it was, you know, they were great. I mean, even like, like Blink-182, I'd love to see them, but they're, they're touring right now. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, it's never been a better time to be Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, and it's never been a, a better time to be a successful band from the 80s and 90s. But it's not even at the point where we're, well, we're just trying to make my car payments, so we're going to go on tour. I mean, they made $40 million on this concert. Yeah. I mean, so that's, I mean, so it's not like just like, oh, we're just making enough money to get by. No, they're doing good. They're doing well. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. It is crazy. I, I just, I mean, there's never, I would love, and this is just me, if I could pick one band to yeah. come back that isn't together anymore or one artist to come back and perform, like most of the bands I'd like to see are still out there getting it done. Like you mentioned yeah, Huey Lewis, yeah. Billy Joel. I'd like to see Billy Joel again. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I would go see James Taylor again. I saw mm-hmm. him a couple uh, times, and he was fantastic. But there's one band that I saw the summer after I graduated high school, uh-huh. and I would absolutely love for them to come on back and uh, tour again. And here's the thing. It's not absolutely outlandish because the one member of the band – is now uh, a country music star. And I would love for Hootie and the Blowfish yeah. to reunite. I was a giant I Hootie and too. the Blowfish fan. And anybody out there who says they weren't is a liar because they were the biggest band in the world for about two or three years. And he's a great country. I mean, I love I his love, country uh, music. Darius Rucker. Yeah, Darius Rucker's awesome. He has some great music out there. I love Hootie. I do. I love it. He was on... Come from different um, worlds. Uh, he was recently on uh, Undercover Boss or Undercover something. Really? And he was offering contracts as like this old guy, you know, like and offering contracts to these aspiring artists and stuff. It was kind of like a you know like a tearjerker, but it was really good. And um, he doesn't age. No, he looks it's amazing. Exactly he looks the exactly same. the same. He yeah. sounds exactly the same. That, that would be that would be a good one. I, I was I, really a gi- I saw them at Hershey Stadium. I can't think of anyone that I would want because everyone I'd want to see is actually touring. Like yeah. Third Eye Blind, they're touring. Um, you know. I can't think of anyone that would I want yeah. to come back. I'd together. love for Hootie to come back together. That'd be the only one from the '90s. And again, I was a giant fan there yeah. back in like 1995, 1996, and we saw them in concert at Hershey. It was a it was a lot of fun. I went right after we graduated. It was like June or July, right after graduating high school. Me and my friend John went and uh, saw Hootie and the Blowfish, and it was I still remember it. We were, it was a standing thing. It was hot and miserable, <laughs> but it was such a great show. My wife is waiting for Insync uh, to get back together. Really? Yeah, she's like, she heard a rumor of it. You know, Why would Justin Timberlake I, it's a, mess around with the other NSYNC a, members? Such a step backwards. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like the new kids. You know, that's like they're all you know yeah. crazy. You know, singles. You know, the most successful cr- new kid is Donnie Wahlberg, and he's an actor. He's, not, he's an actor. He's not even good at singing. He's you know? on Blue Blood. Yeah. So I mean, she's waiting for NSYNC to get back together. I can see the other one. The uh, uh, ninety-eight degrees. Yeah. What's the other? The other one. Um, Backstreet Boys. They're not really doing. I anything. think, but I think they are together. Are they really? I think they're. I think they're it's back great, in touring. It's yeah. Crazy. I think they're basically. You name an eight, the only eighties and nineties band that's not back in touring is Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. When's Rick Astley coming back? Oh, well, he's getting, he's rickrolling people. <laughs> That's what he's doing right now. All right, let's get to uh, Riley's Roundup. I want to make sure we get into this yes. before we uh, wrap things up here on episode uh, 59 of the 222 Podcast, once again brought to you by <clears throat> Clingers Pubs. And uh, it's been a lot of fun getting Riley's emails, and hopefully Riley's emails will continue uh, yes. into the future. You can always email us. You don't have to be Riley. Anyone can email us at 222 r at gmail.com that's 222 m and r at gmail.com and you may just get your own segment you make well i mean you'd have to be special well true but you have I mean, to be special to get your own segment not everybody no gets their own segment. but it might happen it could happen it could happen it so could, why not email but it probably won't no <laughs> but you could email but email and if you email chances are we will read it on the air and we will highlight you here on the 222 podcast so let's get to riley's roundup here on this August uh, 7th, I guess it is. Riley's Roundup. It's a Monday morning here on the 222 Podcast. Waking up at 222. Uh, So, from Riley, since I'm a bigger hit than Robbie, I guess I'll keep writing in. Now, I must admit, I write pretty fast and I mess up on words a lot. Maybe I should start checking the emails before sending. Now I have a question. Would you like me to do kind of like some bullet point action or what? <laughs> oh, and you guys didn't say you hated heat. You just weren't a big fan of it right now since it's been so humid. That's all. So there you go. Wow. Some answers from Riley. And he did. So he grew. We, we just were complaining a little bit about the humidity. It we was were. A sticky. And we it was were. Like two seconds. And I think 
You know what? The bullet points aren't needed, uh, Riley. No, you just keep on doing you, you keep, Riley. You keep being the Riley that we've uh, come to love here on the 222 Podcast. Now, how about that? He says he's a bigger hit than you. Yeah. How does that make you feel? That's not possible. <laughs> Anyone who knows me, that's not possible. It's not possible. I light up the room, kids. You're I a- light up the freaking room. You know what you are? What's that? You're a delight. Oh, I am. I am. Anything else you'd like to say to Riley? Uh, Riley, um, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> um, you are not the president of the Robbie fan club. <laughs> Apparently not. We thought he was. So um, it's been like three weeks now and no insults to my partner over here. Three weeks? That's that's not good. I want more insults towards uh, my friend because those were more funny <laughs> and believable. <laughs> those were more funny and believable. <laughs> like when Robbie much more enjoyed the Riley's Roundup segment when it was more about me cutting him off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was fun because it changed for a week. <laughs> <You're a jerk>. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Riley's Roundup. If you want to get in on Riley's Roundup, what can you do, Robbie? Uh, email us at two twenty two mnr at two twenty two mnr at gmail dot com. Uh, real quick, um, we went to we went to the uh, Franklin Institute. Had a great time. Uh, they had a new mirror maze exhibit. Uh, I saw on Facebook, w- which is pretty fun. <laughs> we were walking on the mirror maze. Elena was like, oh, "I feel so bad" because she has so much of me in her. Like she looks so much like my wife, which is great. She's beautiful. She looks uh, at school. She's smart. So much like my wife, but she got all like the bad parts. <laughs> the just, anxiety. It's like the anxiety. <laughs> she she gets herself in such a fervor, and she's just all like it's just all negative. It's just negative. It's just it's terrible. It's like she gets herself so talked out of stuff. She gets in her own head, which is exactly what I do. Yeah. And when, especially when I was a kid, I would do that all the time, and I feel so bad for because I look at her and I just like I know there's no way to help you, but I want to help you. <laughs> You're just like me. You're gonna lose your mind at some point. But she was so scared to go in the mirror maze. Really? Like she was freaking out. Like she wouldn't go, and I'm like, you just you have to go. We're just gonna go in. You're gonna like it. Yeah. And of course, once she gets in there, she's fine. She has a great time, and she loved it. But it's just the anxiety of her getting in her head and the reading up to it. We told her a week ago we were going to go, so she thinks about it. She thinks about it. I don't know what she thinks is going to happen. She was so worried that she was going to lose me in the uh, mirror okay. maze, that we were going to get separated. I was like, if that would happen, you just yell for help. Yeah. And like either me or an attendant you will would come you. find you and we'll get you up. But I'm going to hold your hand. I'm not going to let go. Yeah. We'll get in the mirror maze. So once we got past that, we got in there. We had a great time. She was loving it. But you really do get confused as you walk around the mirror maze. Like, you, oh, yeah, it's just you, and there's like a thousand yous, and you look around, and you think you see like the exit, but it's just the reflection of the exit, uh-huh. and you're really worried about walking into either they have some glass things yeah. in there that aren't mirrors that you go like just walk into, and then they have mirrors, and at one point, my poor daughter, <laughs> she was kind of walking in front of me, leading the way, and as she's walking, just... <laughs> right into the mirror right into it and i was walking and after that she was behind me and i was walking with my hands out right because yeah. i didn't want to run into the mirror because yeah. i'm a big guy yeah well i'm not a big guy well, but you're you're, you're I'm a adult. grown adult yeah and if you i'm gonna run into the mirror with a lot more force than she's gonna run to the mirror and i don't want a bloody nose coming out of the mirror <laughs> maze so i'm walking through the mirror maze and i got my hands out and i go to just like you think there's a passage but sometimes it's not a passage a mirror so you're like constantly like you ever see the scene in ghostbusters when they're checking the building out the hotel and egon's walking around he goes up to the guy to see if he's a real dude he takes his uh (laughs) his meter there and it doesn't go off but then he pushes him (laughs) just to make sure just to make sure well that's how i'm walking around the mirror maze with my hand out the entire time and i go to go around the corner and i go around the corner and i jet my hand out and i poke a little kid directly in the forehead (laughs) It was just pop. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Only you. <laughs> Some poor little kid who's there with her camp is coming around the corner in this mirror maze, and I go right in the forehead. <laughs> Like, with some force, too. Enough that her head went back. It looked like we were reenacting the JFK assassination. <laughs> back into the left. Back <laughs> into the left. It was nuts. But the funny thing, she gets to her teacher, the man poked me in the face. <laughs> yeah. the, the mean man. Well, like, a, 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 uh, one of the leaders was right there with her. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was just didn't want to. I didn't. I, I'm sorry. Like, there's no explanation. The funny thing is, with Leda, you're just, I mean, you you two are, like, exactly the same because you do that stuff, too. Like, you work you work something up in your head. Oh, yeah. So much worse than it is. And then oh, by yeah. the time you get to it, it's like you're going through nuclear warfare. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's like I'm going for a root canal. Yeah. And I'm just going to have, uh, to get weighed. Yeah. Like, it's just the absolute, <laughs> it, I know what she's going through. And it's so frustrating. I get so frustrated with her and it has absolutely nothing to do with her attitude. 
it's that I know I'm at fault. <laughs> like, I get so upset with her, and I'm like, I'm not even mad at you. I'm just mad at me because you're the re- I'm the reason you're like this. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do to help you. Maybe she'll grow out of it. I hope so because God out. knows I did. <laughs> He's lying. He's li- and then we went to the planetarium. We were in the planetarium. And you know when you're walking around uh, and you, you do a lot of walking at the Franklin Institute. Yeah. And it's, you know, it was warm in some rooms, cool in other rooms. But we've been a lot of, did a lot of moving, a lot of walking. And you go into a dark, cool room and you sit down. Yeah. You get sleepy. Yeah. And the guy goes, this will be a 25-minute show. Put your phones away, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, the show starts. And then about 23 minutes in, he stops the show. And now he starts talking. And this is a guy, God bless him, super into, like, astronomy. Yeah. Like, he loves his job. Yeah. He loves his gig because he thinks he's really helping out everybody. He's doing, he's showing different planets, and he's making them zoom in. And he's just having the time of his life, and he's just talking and talking and talking. Meanwhile, the room is filled with adults who just wanted to shut their kids up yeah. and sit down for twenty minutes. Yep. And children and just want to go and children who just want to go out and play on the other stuff as soon as humanly possible. Yeah. So we all have this fin fi- this finite line of where we just want to leave this room and get out of there. Yeah. Like they're there we don't want to learn. Yeah. We're not here to learn. Yeah, we've learned enough. We should be here to learn. But we're not here to learn. This guy, I mean, he's bringing, like, the planets in as he's zooming. He's like, we're now going to leave Earth. (laughs) And we're going to take a trip to one of the largest planets in our solar system, the fifth planet from the sun. It is Jupiter. Here we go. (laughs) Hang on, everybody. And then, ooh, as we're flying through space. Hey, ooh, and here we go. Oh, my. Like, he's George Takai. Like George Takai, beat me up, Scotty. Oh, my, oh, my. As we're flying through the air, we're doing the Sulu dance as we shift through. And it'd be like, this is a giant planet with a mass one thousandth of that of the sun, but two and a half times that of all the other planets in the solar system combined. Jupiter and Saturn, oh, they are gas giants. Oh, my God. And all I'm going is, excuse me? And it's just over. And over, and he's just going, Uranus and Neptune are also ice giants. Jupiter has been known to astronomers since antiquity, and I don't know what that means. The Romans named it after the god Jupiter. When viewed from Earth, Jupiter can reach. And he just keeps going on and throwing all these facts, talking about the moons and all the other stuff. He's like, I'm like, you just got to shut up. And then he goes, and now we're going to leave Jupiter and head on back to Earth. Everybody hang on. Oh, my. And we're flying just all, it's just constantly. And at one point he goes, "Uh, everyone, please turn... Turn your cell phones off. Shut your cell phones off. And somebody at like the 28-minute mark probably just wanted to see what time it was. And he's like, shut your cell phone down. Oh, my God. I would have lost. I would have been like, I'm leaving now. I was laughing. I was rolling <laughs> like every 10 minutes because this guy was driving me up the wall. Oh, my God. But we survived. We people, got out of I mean, you know, it's God nice. bless him. It's nice that he wants to educate the, the masses, but it's enough. Yeah. All right. We got to get into this New Zealand box. Yeah, here. let's go. All right. Here we go. Tell me when to stop. Do, 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 do. Now. All right, here we got. I got oh, oh. milk bottles. Open oh, up them. All right, I'm bottles. digging in for something else. Give me another Pascal. Tell me when to go. Now. All right, and we have Crunchy. Ooh. Cadbury Crunchy. Now, Cadbury is a name we're very familiar with. Yeah, but I have not seen a Cadbury Crunchy bar. I have not. So this is Pascal Milk Bottles. Warning, please don't confuse Pascal Milk Bottles with actual milk <laughs> bottles filled with real milk. They might look similar, but they don't work so well on your cornflakes. They are, good news for me, they are dairy-free. Now, they seem like like a hardened marshmallow almost, these guys. Hmm. All right, let's give them a whirl. This is from our friend Kate in New Zealand. Catherine. Oh, these are terrible. Yeah, these are these are good. Oh. Oh. I'm not finished. I spit it out. Oh. Oh. That is not good. That's a zero. No. That so, is not good. That's uh I'm I'm kinda hoping they expired. Yeah. <laughs> just for just for their <sighs> sake. Now well, this look at is that. that's interesting looking. This is a Cadbury Crunchy bar. And this is uh go ahead and dig in there. Golden hokey pokey honeycomb covered in Cadbury milk chocolate. I don't know what a hokey pokey honeycomb is, but Mm. Not very good either. It's kind of butterfingerish. Yeah, it's like no, <laughs> no, it's not, not terrible. Good. I would say that's a one. It's not good. It's not terrible, but it's not good. No, back to zero. Mm-hmm. Maybe a one and a half. I go one for the bar, zero for the yeah. I would, I would, I would make Lee eat those. <laughs> You wouldn't make your pregnant wife eat those? No. You're a trooper, man. I know. You're a, 
<laughs> She's a lucky. I'm a stand-up guy. She's a lucky gal. Ooh. All right. Um, the first two things we try to be liked. Yeah, they, I mean, I love those rings and the uh, and the, those uh, chocolate-covered gummies. Those are not good. No. Those are not good at all. That's your episode 59 of the 222 podcast. Oh, real quick. The five unhealthiest meals you can order at fast food restaurants. Texas Roadhouse has a 16-ounce prime rib that's loaded with sweet with a loaded sweet potato and Caesar salad. 2820. 2820 calories. The highest number of calories you can eat first thing in the morning, IHOP's cheeseburger omelet with a side of buttermilk pancakes clocks in at 1,990 calories. Craziest cocktail, the Cheesecake Factory's Flying Gorilla. It's an alcoholic chocolate banana milkshake. <laughs> 950 <laughs> Holy calories. crap. Your most calorie-packed dessert, Uno Pizzeria and Grill. They have the ridiculously awesome, insanely large chocolate cake. 1,740 calories. One dessert. And the biggest number of calories in a burger, Buffalo Wild Wings Cheese Curd Bacon Burger. You want to guess? Uh, 800? 1,950 calories. Those are your five unhealthiest meals. I've never had any of those. I have not either, but we may have to go out and try one. Yeah, the the, the bacon curd burger sounds pretty good. I could not eat the whole thing. I I would. (laughs) All right, Robbie, how can people get in touch with us? Uh, Find us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie, on the tweet box at Mike and Robbie. And if you want to email us just like Riley, maybe you'll get mentioned. You will. Uh, 222MNR at gmail.com. All right, there you go. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll be back on Thursday night. You can watch another live episode up on our Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. Robbie, anything you want to say to these animals? Have a great uh, week, and we'll catch you next week. Yep, have a great, great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next Monday, or if you're going to watch us live next Thursday here on the 222 Podcast. And it's brought to you by Clingers Pubs. Clingers Pubs, check out all three locations up on clingerspubs.com. You can visit them anytime you'd like up on clingerspubs.com. Get on out and go to Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, or Clingers at the airport. All three offer great specials, great drinks, great food, and a lot of fun people. That's clingerspubs.com. More information and like all three locations on Facebook. Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, and Clingers at the airport. Again, clingerspubs.com for more information. Have a great week, everybody.